Uh, no problem. So I'll continue where I picked off, and it actually plays into everything that you guys just mentioned, and it even goes further than that. So to sum up what I was saying, I think it's most important that people realize that Lee seceded, and Lee took the control of all of the Confederate forces because Lee was a Virginian first and an American second, because Virginia was his country. America was just a fun little club that his country of Virginia became a part of. And this builds on everything that you guys were mentioning just moments ago about the Tenth Amendment and about states being allowed to live differently. And I think another thing that people don't seem to realize is the Tenth Amendment exists right now in really only one area. There is only one area that I can think of where the Tenth Amendment has truly been applied in today's America, and it's marijuana legalization. Well, there are a few, According but it's very, federal, very few. Not, not quite like speed this. Speed limits because vary by state. Very, very few stuff. Speed limits vary. However, <laughs> that's not overriding a federal limitation. That's actually true. Yeah. Currently, marijuana is a Schedule One drug. That means illegal for everybody, in every capacity, in any way, period. That means that to even do research on it, there are massive amounts of permits and hoops that you need to jump through just to get marijuana in a laboratory so that you can do any kind of research, be it medical or any other kind. It is a Schedule One drug. Cocaine is a Schedule Two drug. But marijuana, like heroin, is a Schedule One drug. And yet, we have a whole lot of states that have legalized marijuana for not just medical use, which is already a complete override of the fact that it's Schedule One, which explicitly means it's not for medical use, but we have a lot of states and an increasing number of states that have legalized it for recreational use. Now, if a state suddenly came out tomorrow and simply stated that there would be zero gun laws and you are more than welcome to move to their state, purchase an Abrams tank and a bazooka, the entire country would lose their minds. When in fact, that is not only simply using the Tenth Amendment, in which a state gets to override something that's not explicitly in the Constitution, as marijuana is not, that would be just a state enjoying the Second Amendment that is written to the Constitution. And still we'd see people flipping out. Look at all the rage. Look at the rage against the state of Mississippi for having the battle flag of Lee mm-hmm. on their state flag. The way I see it, the governor of Mississippi should very simply say, screw you all, this is my state, and unless you want to declare war on my state, shut up. Yeah, well, about the Second Amendment issue, you're in Wyoming now. You're lucky to live in Wyoming. They don't really actually have any gun laws. They probably have very few, if any, on the books. Now, the federal law, there are a few federal laws. It was the National Firearms Act. Do they obey? To what extent do they obey them? Or do they I don't quite have an answer to this yet, and I intend to find out soon. I do know that I got my driver's license changed over just yesterday, so I will be buying firearms to carry every day on Friday. There's a nice gun show in town, and I'll be enjoying that right here. We have permit-free, concealed, or open carry for pretty much anything you can buy, and you don't need any more than Wyoming driver's license to purchase any firearm. Yeah, So, and this also plays into something I don't know as much about as I wish I did, nullification, wherein states can just nullify certain federal laws, like we see with sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. Is that the way Arizona nullified immigration law, and I believe won in the Supreme Court? Yep, yep. So, Laser, do you, are you an expert on nullification, or do you also, like, not know everything about nullification and what that entails because that is a way where I suppose it's invoking the Tenth Amendment that states do, but people call it nullification. 
Uh, not an expert on the matter, but the way I see it, none of it, none of this all really matters because none of this should exist. The fact is the Tenth Amendment exists. It's there written on paper for everybody to read an extremely explicit, clear verbiage. Yeah, but remember the general simple. welfare clause trumps that, doesn't it? Of, of course, because everybody should just have everything that they want. And the supremacy clause. So, <laughs> so I guess there's no point yeah. in the Tenth Amendment. Well, there's no point in the Constitution because we can take Not care of the general welfare. But it was interesting that when Arizona stopped enforcing immigration laws, nobody was up in arms about that except for a few people on the right. And the problem is the nullification word is almost as dirty a word today as confederacy because you're right away thought of as a KKK Nazi skinhead racist because nullification is what the South used oh, really? towards secession. They so used even, using, even using the word nullification gets people that are anti-secession, or shall we say anti-declaration of independence is written, gets them very nervous. Of course. And the fact of the matter is secession is just a form of nullification. If you can nullify anything, they nullified the Constitution. Now, that's aside from the fact that there were several states with explicit clauses in their ratifying documents that gave them the explicit right to secede at any point, no matter what. For the record, Rhode Island, of all states, was the first one to ratify with such an explicit clause in their documentation. But it, it's all just nullification. And if you can nullify one thing, you should be able to nullify anything. And it's amazing how that really only goes in one direction. Yep. And I personally have no problem with the legalization. We, I don't care what you do in the privacy of your own home. But things that the left tends to support, you can totally nullify. You can nullify federal immigration law. You can refuse to report anything to immigration. You can nullify, apparently, Schedule One classification of drugs. You can nullify anything you want, but you can't nullify guns. You it's amazing. The left, the left loves the nullification amendment. only half the time. They love nullification for sanctuary state, for some marijuana stuff and, and some other stuff. But for, for maybe guns and, and a lot of other issues, they do not support nullification. They don't support states' rights. Well, actually, the good news is ever since Trump was elected and those who are sort of pro-nullification are yelling, we want to secede, and they're playing almost into the hands of those on the other side of the fence who would love to secede. I, I know. agree. I think the California secessionist movement is my favorite thing to happen in the history of the words irony and hypocrisy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and that's why I was so happy after Trump was elected, not because Trump was elected, because he's terrible, and this great country of great people, when they become collective, they become dangerous, and they decided collectively that the two most fit people for office are Clinton and Trump, which is unbelievable and extremely sad. But I was happy after he was elected a few months later, I started finally seeing my friends on the left come around to loving the Tenth Amendment. They, I mean, every day I had another, another liberal tell me how they... We need states to step up. And, and you even hear Cuomo grandstanding now. That's great. Cuomo talking about how in New York we do it this way. In New York we don't, we don't just uh, cower to the federal government. We don't listen to the federal government. We do our own thing in New York. We, we have this. We have that. We condemn the, the Confederates. They're all bigots. And he talks about how New York is its own state. But when I, when I try to explain the same theory of, of a state being its own state, and as you mentioned earlier, state is a synonym with country. Most people in America are not taught that anymore. They're taught America is one nation. The conservatives, liberals, they all think we're one nation. We all need to come back together. No, we don't. Diversity is great, but you can't force 320 million people to come together. And the Constitution and the founding of, of the United States was not that. It was 13 colonies that became 13 states, meaning 13 sovereign nations, that entered into something of a union only for military purposes and for some interstate commerce. 
But it's amazing seeing the liberals now saying, you know, we're our own state. Our own state doesn't listen to the federal government. We do things our way. And I'm like, yeah, I've been saying that for years. I'm, I'm glad to see you come around now. I think the beautiful irony is that in one single sentence, they can say that while still decrying everything that has to do with the secession in 1860s. Yeah. They're literally saying... In the same breath, they demand that we tear down every single statue of Stonewall Jackson in the United States. Renaming streets on military bases, we already have a university of Texas at Austin and the city of Baltimore, half organized and take down statues in the middle of the night so that people will come to Wyoming. Yeah, now it's starting to sound like Wyoming. Yeah, your reception was off there for a minute. It's starting to sound like you are 6,000 feet high somewhere in Wyoming. It's getting pretty bad there. I think I'm back with you now. Yeah, yeah, you're back to to hearing it clearly. Yeah, but in the same breath, they'll say that we need to be tearing all of these things down, even though if they really want a secessionist movement, if they really want an nullification movement, if they really want any grounds on which to say not my president and therefore but they you know need what? to do their own thing, you know what? Robert E. Lee should be their idol. When no, because when when pressed and and we had some good, some really good debates with some conservatives, some really good conservative libertarians, as well as some people on the left. About this issue, it finally we, – we kind of forced them into a corner where they said secession is okay if it's for the right reason. States' rights are okay, but the Confederacy only wanted to secede so they can be slave owners and bigots, and therefore the Civil War, Lincoln murdering 700,000 Americans in cold blood, was justified because you know they were leaving for an immoral reason. So then I say, of course, who decides which reason for secession is justifiable? Can I ask Lisa one more question because we're we're running short of time. Now that you live in Wyoming, can you comment on the stories that the solar eclipse was racist? And I'm sure you saw Uh, those stories in the press. Yeah, yeah, I'll do one better. I immediately had uh, had somebody come online because I posted that on. We we keep losing you. Are you you walking away from your phone? It's those mountains. Yeah, sorry about that. It just keeps connecting to a Bluetooth speaker that I don't want to connect into. But I'm back with you guys now. I had somebody come on when I posted that online and say that we don't understand, but it's really all an analogy. I'm like, do you know what the word analogy means? You're welcome to read the text that this college professor, this person educating young Americans, wrote about how everything is biased and we should read into the implicit bias of nature at which point my simple response was, you're right, I think we should read into all acts of nature and just draw insane conclusions based on one single similarity. And I gave the examples of, well, all things that flow from volcanoes wind up turning black, and therefore blacks should take over the earth. Actually, I have another another comment. Laser, I have another comment. They say Bush steered Katrina, but now that we know that nature is inherently racist, does that get Bush off the hook? (laughs) I don't know. I think Bush is probably to blame for nature being racist because the Bilderberg group sent him back in time to create, like, El Nino and the way that our currents work. I think that's most likely to blame. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was the next thing you were going to say about the eclipse being racist? <laughs> this, uh, yeah, but this whole eclipse bit, and I gave the example of a volcano where perhaps snow is white, and when it snow falls, it covers all the other colors. Maybe that's nature saying that whites are the master race. It's all BS. <laughs> See, I, I really wish these were you jokes. Can draw I wish this any conclusion 
between anything that exists and any other thing that exists, because any two objects have some similarity somewhere, even if it's just that they're both a noun. Yeah, you can but draw any line. You know, like I, like I was alluding to before, the, the media would love us to believe that the majority of the country feels this way and gets offended by microaggressions. I mean, I do live in New York City, and the benefit of living in New York City is I get to interact with hundreds or thousands of liberals a week. And I see them at work, their patients, their their other staff in hospitals. I bump into them. I talk to them on Facebook. And maybe 95% of people, or maybe even more, and people, these are mostly liberals. When they hear microaggression, they laugh. They don't buy into it. And they're not offended. And they laugh, And even if they're white, black, or whatever whatever race they are, they laugh when, when they hear people really consider the eclipse racist. People consider this or that racist. I mean, most people, the majority of people, at least in this sense, I mean... They do have their heads on right in the sense they're not offended by microaggressions. It's still considered really a fringe group, a tiny group. Well, again, it's the press talking to the press, trying to impress the press. And there's another issue that I really didn't get to mention, but it's tied into this. The press will write headlines like controversy brewing around the country. Well, the only controversy brewing was in the press room itself. But then they report on the controversy that they created by reporting on it. And it's the same thing with the microaggressions and everything else. It may be three, four hundred people in the entire country who even know that word exists. But the press will keep harping, harping until you think, wait a minute, everybody else is bothered by it. Why aren't I? Truly is unbelievable how the media writes the truth. They create whatever becomes true. Mm -hmm. But the good news is that CNN and TV in in general and traditional journalism in that sense is falling away. And things like this, like radio, Facebook Live, and and what what conservative reviews do and all these other networks are popping up. And we are actually out of time. Please visit libertyblock.com for more info, more short videos, more articles, and a lot more info. From now on, we will be on Facebook Live exclusively. Please go to Liberty Block on Facebook and libertyblock.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Laser. Glad it worked out. Yep, take care. All right, have a good night. We will see you all on Facebook and libertyblock.com. Thank you for joining us.